Praise the Lord, church. Good morning. Today, I have been started with the task to bring you the holy word of God. And I hope that your hearts will be blessed this morning. So I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Trusting that we are all well. Amen, church? Today I'll preach to you from the text, Revelation 3, verses 14 to 22. Let us pray. Most righteous, Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we thank you again that we could be here this morning in your house, we thank you for the open doors that we can lift you and I so high that all man, all man will be drawn unto you. And Lord, that you will be glorified and we will give you all the honor. And as your manservant today, I pray for fresh anointed from your Holy Spirit, from emp for empowerment from your Holy Spirit, as I preach, thus say the Lord. Take over right now, Jesus, in your wonderful and precious name, we ask and pray, amen and amen. My topic for this morning, this morning's message is, Church, Jesus is knocking. Church, Jesus is knocking. And the main idea from this text, Revelation 3, verses 14 to 22, is Jesus is the Lord of our churches. So we must do things the Jesus way. No other way but the Jesus way. Amen, church? But before... I begin to preach in them. I just want to take you on a journey of a historical context in which this text was written. And this text was written by the Apostle John. John had a vision while in exile on the Isle of Patmos. He was captured and he was there. And he had a vision of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the book Revelation is just simple, the revealing or the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen, church? Let us were addressed 
to seven churches in Asia Minor in the Book of Revelation church. These churches were Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Aledo, Sia. So, here, as John had this vision, they were among these churches, the good and the bad. Two were good, and they were Smyrna and Philadelphia. Two were bad. They were Sardis and Laodicea. They were three mixed churches out of that seven, which were both good and bad. Ephesus, Pergamos, and Thyatira. The churches were one about their sins and exalted to holiness. These churches represent the types of churches that perennially exist throughout the church age. So these church mirrors the churches that we have right now on this earth. Amen, church? So this is the historical context. This is the context that I will preach to you this morning from that John wrote about. And I have here for you this morning an outline, and I want you to listen to this very, very carefully, my friend. Because today we'll be looking at the church Leo this year. This was a rich church, maybe a, a big church, full of riches. But I have an outline for you this morning. And the first outline is, the Lord said to this church, our Lord Jesus Christ, I know your deeds. This church was a church that was indifferent and what do I mean when I say that this church was indifferent? They were neither hot nor cold. They were considered lukewarm. That's what the scriptures say. They were sold out to the world. They never had a disagreement with the world. They were self-satisfied, my friends. They were comforted or comfortable. They were a rich church, as I said before. They were very rich and they were at ease. They have nothing bothering them, my friends. They had no persecution. They were 
not for or against. They were neutral. They were, they were neutral. They just go through the motion. So they just go along to get along, my friends. No active presence. They had no active presence with the Lord. They pretend to be righteous. So in, at, at, at a look or a glance of the church, you may think that they are righteous. They appear to have no existence within their community, within which they work. They were out of touch with the reality around them. They never test the reality around them. This church, Laodicea, they had locked out the Lord. The Lord Jesus Christ, or his Holy Spirit, will stand outside of this church every time they engage to worship. They practice routine religion, my friends. They had no zeal for Christ, no standing for Christ, and no suffering for Christ. So this is the church. This is the condition of the church that this letter was sent to by our Lord Jesus Christ. They were a church that is in trouble. And in our context today, you have churches that mirrors or shadow the same actions of this church. My friends, I'll go further in this outline as I preach. They practice self-sufficiency. They did not listen to the teaching or the guidance of Christ. As I said, they were rich. And I might ease to tell you, my friends, poor churches operate like this too. They operate under a context of shutting out Jesus Christ. They lack openness towards God. They were not open to the Spirit of God. They were not open to anything new. They just continue with their routine religion, as I said to you, my friends. They were self-serving. They served themselves. Those who belong to the church and they lack impact within their communities. They had no power of God. So this church is a sorrowful church, my friends, because churches should represent Christ. Churches should do the work of Christ. It doesn't, it does not pay our benefits to just have 
A building alone are the people that come here that represent the church, are the members of the church not operating in the way that the Lord Jesus Christ said that we should operate. My friends, Laodicea became the wealthiest, the most important commercial center in the region of Asia Minor in their times. So they care about the things of the world and money of this world than doing the work of Jesus Christ. You are a church, and a church represents Jesus Christ, my friends. They survive on three major industry, banking, wool, and medicine. Notably, they had this high medicine that was very, very popular in that time, and they made a lot of money from it. They enjoyed themselves without Christ, my friends. So this is a church that is in a community, and it has no impact. Nobody knows it. And ironically, you know, sometimes in our context, you know, sometimes even these churches, because they love body so much, they go back in the community and expect the community to support them when they have no impact. They do not exist in the community. It's just a building. Are the people who goes to this church does not practice Christianity to the fullest. Amen, church. And the third outline I want to talk to you about this morning from this text, God's instruction and rebuke to this church. And let me deal with the rebuke church, the, the rebuke first church. Jesus said, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. So this is how the church was described. And I'm saying to you, if we're not careful in our time, in our context, the Lord will speak these words to us. Because you have some church operating, but they are not church. They are just playing church, my friends. And it is time to stop playing church, my friends. The Lord went on and he said, those I love. For those whom I love, I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest to repent. So the Lord was calling out to this church that this church must repent. My friends, he said here, as I come to the crooks of the matter, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. And I'm saying to your church, Jesus is knocking. We have closed out the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why many churches in our context, in our contemporary context, no, are not powerful and they are not having an impact because we have closed the door and the Lord Jesus Christ behold I stand at the door and knock and we won't let him in 
My friends, you know somebody told me that in Oxford, England, there is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ, a large picture of the Lord Jesus Christ knocking on a door. And at the front of the door, there was not, there wasn't any latch. But behind, there was someone else, and there was a latch. So I'm saying to you today, many church have locked out Jesus Christ. He stands at our door and he's knocking. Let me in so that I can come in. He went on and he said here, if anyone hears my voice and open the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. So he wants to come in. He wants to have fellowship with us. But if you are a church like most of the churches from this letter that was written, you would have locked him out and he would not come in, my friends. And I'm saying to you, my Christian friends today, that will not benefit you or that will not benefit our community. The Lord Jesus our Christ is the Lord of our churches. Christ is knocking over the door. And I want to say to you this morning, this is the, 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 the humility, the humility of God. He does not kick down doors. You are the one has to let him in. So God is not going to come to a church and knock on the door and kick it down. You have to let him in. So I ask the question here today, God has you. Have you locked the door and Christ? Search yourself. And I'm saying to you, this message might be going far and wide. Churches of this world, have you locked the door on our Lord Jesus Christ? Amen, church? God, do not give up on the church. God is our guest and host. And I want, to leave, I want you to listen to me carefully today when I say guest and host. He's asking permission to come in. He will be your guest, but when he comes in, he will become the host. He will take over. He will be the one that will be running your lives. So he will be both guest and host. So I urge you this morning to let him in. And sometimes when we have our evangelistic meetings, we might look at this text and we might say, instead of using the context of a church, they will look at an individual. And I'm saying to you, look at your individual heart today. Your hearts today. Have you closed your hearts on the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you willing to listen to him? Are you willing to follow him? Are you willing to do the right thing? Church, Jesus is knocking. Time is running out. We must do the right thing. The church of Christ 
will never die. But a church or a congregation will die. So it will operate as a church that locked out the Lord Jesus Christ or you are a congregation who locked out the Lord Jesus Christ, you will die. My friends, it is imperative to listen or to be open to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, church? Then the next outline I have for you in this text, there are some promises for those who hear that knock, open the door, and let in Jesus Christ and fellowship with him. The text said, to the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me and my children, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father and his children. So Jesus is saying here, if you are victorious, if you overcome, he will give you the right to sit with him and his children. My friends, and I am saying to you, as we operate in this world, I ask the question to the church, will we be sitting on the throne of the Lord Jesus Christ? My friends, this world is a deteriorating world, things getting worse. And the church should be operating like an hospital, helping out the sick, sin sick people. We should be doing the work of Christ instead of that. We cope with the society of the world to do the wrong things, to do sinful things, like some of these churches, my friends. And at the end of this text, there is a warning. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the church. I am saying to you this morning, church, our God as you, whosoever have ears to hear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord says. We must stop play a church and do church. Do it the Jesus way. My friends, not your way. It's not about man. It is about the Jesus way. Amen, church? So let us quickly apply the text here to our current situation right now, my friends. Because these are the possibilities, possibilities that our church, churches face today. Amen, church? As I said before, in my historical context, although these churches were historical churches, they mirrors the churches of today's world. Every one of these churches, there is a church likened to that church 
in revelation right now operating in this world. So you have to know yourself. So I said to you, two were what? Good. Smyrna, they were faithful. And they were the persecuted church. They were faithful unto death. That's what the scripture said. Philadelphia, they were keeping the faith. They were the church full of love, brotherly love, my friends. And they were two bad ones. Sardis, it was likened to be a dead church. Not now going inside that church, it was dead. And Laodicea, Laodicea the indifferent church that I am preaching about today, they were neither hot nor cold. And the three, the other three were mixed. Ephesus, they lost their first love for Christ and their neighbors. You can't say you're a Christian and your first love for Christ and your neighbors has gone. That is not the gospel. But as I said, they were mixed. The Lord said that they were hardworking and they persevered. But yet, he had a problem with them. They have lost their first love. And you have churches like that, even in Jamaica, hardworking, persevering. But they lost their first love when they left church. And they go home, they're not allowed for their neighbor. So you have to watch yourself, my friends. Pergamos said, Dear what? They had faith in Jesus, some of them, but they tolerate immorality, idolatry, and heresies. You have churches like that in Jamaica or today's world. Tyrateria. They had love, faith, service, perseverance, but they have the cult of what? Idolatry and immorality. I want to ask the church a question today. When last we have changed our church programs, talk to me. When last have we changed our church programs, some of them? We still continue to practice routine religion. And if you dare come to that church and try to change your program, or the Holy Spirit has given you a revelation to change your program, you will not survive in a church like that. And I'm saying, wake up. Wake up. The church is run by the Holy Spirit of God. My friends, when last as we change, the program of the church, the programs inside the church, follow the Holy Spirit. Be open to the Holy Spirit. It is time to be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Paul said it in Romans 12, verse 1. Be not conformed to the world, but what? Be transformed by the renewing of your minds. My friends, listen 
and have a openness to God. Because God will do new things from time to time. Don't be stuck in your old ways. That is not making an impact on your community or the people that you serve within the church. My friends, it is time to make that change. Let us pray, seeking the will of God and to respond to God's will, my friends. And today, I want to close by saying the letters were addressed to the churches and to warn them of their sins and to exalt some of them to holiness. I exalt them to holiness because there was a cry for them to change. And as church, if we want to make an impact in today's society in Jamaica, it not make sense you have the most churches per square foot, Guinness Book of World Record, but you have the highest murder rate and you have inequality all over the place. You have drug trafficking, human trafficking, all kind of bad sins. What are we doing? We just look righteous, but we are not practicing true righteousness. We are not impacting our communities. Our Lord Jesus Christ wants us to impact our community. No, only the church community not become self-sufficient. Because just like Laodicea, they become rich and comfortable. And sometimes when our church becomes rich and comfortable, we don't feel like we want you understand, to do anything else. We're cutting our whole ways. And sometimes we want to keep the riches for ourselves. My friends, and that is not right. Don't close the door of the church. Be open to the leading and guidance of Christ through his Holy Spirit. Don't close the door. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Open the door. And sometimes our doors of our church is only woman Sundays. Sunday only. We do everything on Sunday. And then for the rest of the week, Monday to Saturday, the door closed. And I'm not talking about communion or even Wednesdays and do some Bible studies. What about the community? Are you in the community? Are you making that change? Are you speaking to someone about Christ? Are you doing the work that Christ has done, the incarnated Christ has done when he came here, when he took on flesh? My friends, remove routine religion. Get rid of it right now. You remember when Christ was describing the Holy Spirit to Nicodemus when Nicodemus came to him? He said it's like a wind that blows here and there. You don't know where it goes. 
be woke with the Holy Spirit of God and stop being led by man, my friends. Let us impact our communities. Challenge the reality of the dear. This church, Laodicea, did not challenge the really realities of the day. God, as you are, you challenging the reality of the days. You have young men that sit down by the sidewalk, I smoke them conscious spliff, I snort them coke a bus shot, and all kind of things wasting their lives. Are you impacting them? Are you going out there to see them and to tell them about Jesus Christ, an alternative, a better life? Challenge the reality of the day and the culture of the day. The Bible spoke about this church, the text spoke about this church, about their, weak, their meekness. But when you look at the society, there is such a high level of nakedness in our society. The young people, they, are, they have gone deep in sin. They are walking naked, tattoo all over them body, listening to all kind of lewd music, doing all kind of things. My friends, are we challenging the culture of the day? The church represents Christ and earth. I want to say this to you again, church. The church represents Christ and earth. And we must do so. So let your standard be Christ. Christ and Christ alone. You can't be indifferent like Laodicea. And in Jamaican term, we have a little thing where we say, I don't, I don't know if some of us may be too young or what, but I don't know if they have ever heard the term. You behave like you are, like you are a booty. You live on both sides. You can have one foot in the church and one foot out. Let your standard be Christ and Christ alone. Christ and Christ and Christ alone. That is what is required of our churches, my friends. So this letter was addressed to these churches in Asia Minor. So they must what? Break up them fallow ground. Two are good. Smyrna and Philadelphia. But the rest had a lot of bad within them. And I challenge you this morning as a church. Be like Philadelphia. The church of brotherly love. Be like Smyrna. The persecuted church but was faithful to death for Christ Jesus. Act like Christ. Be Christ-like. Follow the leading of his Holy Spirit and do his work so that the world and the community that you live in will be a better place for the people who live 
in this world or your community. Give them the alternative, which is Christ Jesus. So I urge you today, follow Christ. Don't close the door on Christ. He's knocking. Let him in so that he can come and lead you to victory. I thank you this morning for listening to the word of God. Amen. Amen.